Fly me to the moon Let me play among the stars Let me see what spring's like on Jupiter and Hello everyone, welcome to Sail Me to the Moon, a Sailor Moon rewatch podcast starring me, not Wheeler, <laughs> aka Jess. And me, not Jess, aka Wheeler. <laughs> uh, we got a hot one for you this week, folks. Um, we're watching three more episodes of Sailor Moon, season one. And they are all great. Uh, <laughs> before we jump into that, though, did we uh, did we get any like interaction with last week's episode? Got some like good interaction. Nothing, nothing really stand out ish. Uh, just uh, some people agreeing with you about Beryl. Yeah, she's not a milf. She is anti milf. Okay. Uh, but yeah, not much really. Well, that's not fun. <laughs> This is the first episode. Gotta, 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 gotta get the build up. Yeah. All right. Well. <sighs> send okay. in, send in your feedback and whatever. Send in feedback and questions and uh, suggestions uh, for uh, lunch because I'm hungry. <laughs> um, it is not a lunch time right now. And it probably won't be when this episode comes out, but that doesn't stop anyone. Okay. It's always lunch, if you want it to be. Sailor Moon says... <laughs> That's a good, good intro, a good segue into our next, our first episode of this, this, this block, which is... Yeah. This is a very plot problematic episode. It's so problematic. Is this one of the ones that did not get a... This is the one that made it in. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. I was not expecting that. Oh, God. Uh, Only one of these four, three episodes, episode four, five, and six are watching, made it into the dub as episode three. And it's the one we're talking about now. God damn it, Cloverway. <laughs> it's a very problematic episode. I have a oh, lot of God. dub notes for this. A lot of Good. dub notes. Okay, so this is season one, episode four. Learn how to be skinny from Usagi. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor oh. Moon's gonna get us snatched for the summer. <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Okay, so we start out... <sighs> And Usagi is getting out of the bath. She steps on the scale. Um, it cuts to Luna, who is stretching on the roof, and she hears Usagi screaming. And the whole family runs into the fucking bathroom where Usagi is crying because she's gained weight. Okay, in the dub, it specifically says half a pound. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of big sighs from me this, this episode. Is a, this is a bad episode. This is so toxic already. So uh, we, then, we, we then cut to the kitchen and good dad Kentaro says, It's okay, because generally people look better with meat on their bones. While young, specifically, uh, Shingo, the brother, calls Usagi out for loving food too much. Uh, while he's eating a damn cookie. Yeah. Um, they suggest that she gets some more exercise. 
And Ikuko calls her out for eating more than she studies. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it is true, but they're not correlated, so... (laughs) Also true. Uh... Luna says that there's no point in crying. She should just cut back on eating and get some exercise, which implies that Luna, a talking cat, knows about nutrition and dieting. She's very knowledgeable. She knows things. Uh, Luna fat shames Usagi by drawing a picture <laughs> of her fat. She does. Luna that. can draw. <laughs> Luna, a talking cat, can draw. Does have thumbs? No thumbs. Where, what is what is this? Oh my god. Um uh, there's animal abuse. <laughs> yeah. Uh so at school, Usagi watches Naru eat her lunch because she's already eaten hers, and then Umino teases her with his empty lunch, uh saying he, that she could have some, but it's already empty. And that's just yeah. fucking rude. Mm. This this whole episode is just that one gif of Kim Kardashian being like, don't be fucking rude. It's a lot of that. It's like, a lot of that. The fam- the, her family's rude, and then mm-hmm. Umino's Umino. Mm-hmm. We'll get uh, to more Umino a little, in yeah. a little bit. Good God, Umino. Uh, then Usagi and Aru are sitting outside with two random friends that I don't think we've ever met before. Characters that do not matter. Yeah, I don't think we ever see them again either. Uh, one friend suggests swimming, but Usagi can't swim, so fuck that. And then the slightly curvier friend says that, you know, fasting and specifically eating only pineapples doesn't work for her. So I I assume at some point in the 90s, only eating pineapples was a diet thing in Japan, which is weird, but okay. Um... One of the friends says that the ideal diet is falling in love because then you'll want to look good. And let me break down how bullshit this is. I am deeply in love. My girlfriend is a chef. (laughs) Kind of an issue. Kind of doesn't correlate there. It doesn't, but it kind of does. Because since being together, we have gained like 30 pounds combined. So love, love is not a diet. <laughs> okay, this is where a lot of my dub notes are. Uh, first off, the the school in the dub is called Crossroads Junior High School. Jesus fucking Christ! And okay, have <laughs> the more curvy girl says, "My mom says girls our age should never diet," and they, and the response of the other three are, "But we're okay, fourteen." <sighs> Okay, uh, next one. I think at some point, Usagi talks about how she has just, like, stopped eating altogether. Mm-hmm. I note here, that's not what a diet means. That is not what a diet means. And again, from the more curvy girl, she says, if you want to lose weight, cut the junk food. Which is a good, understandable thing to say. Mm-hmm. About. And I think the response of them is like... Oh, but that's so difficult. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And from the last girl is I lose weight really fast whenever I get a new new boyfriend, which is kind of kind the same thing he said, but Yeah. There's a lot of bad just happening. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of some good. 
we see Miss Haruna, and she looks shoujo sparkles great. Yeah, she's to to quote, she's looking really fit lately. Um, Umino has creepy workout pics of Haruna Sensei. Yeah, just some, just some before and after pics. Yeah, you know, standard. Uh, apparently, it only took her two days to lose noticeable weight. Uh, Naru and Usagi ask Umino where the pictures came from, and he <laughs> runs away. I, there's a note. I think who I think Umino says teachers aren't supposed to look that good. I think he <laughs> says that. Who hot for teacher? God. Uh, Usagi actually doesn't care that he took the pictures. She just wants to know where the new gym is that she's going. Yeah. Uh, Oh god, Usagi. What the fuck? Um, so they find out that uh the the whole group of four girls go and find the gym and there's like this actress promoting it. Uh and they find out well they can get a free trial. What a bargain. And if we've learned anything from the past few episodes, we know that a bargain means there's something nefarious happening. Okay. In the dub, it mm-hmm. does have the actress show up and all. It doesn't really say she's an actress or anything, but we just talked about aerobics and aerobicizing. Wow, that's the most 90s thing I've ever yeah. heard. Oh my god. All I can think about right now is those... God, I forget what it was called, but there was that aerobics show that from Japan that, like, they showed you how to do aerobics, but they also taught you English at the same time. <laughs> I have a bad case of diarrhea. I have a bad case of diarrhea. Why do I associate it with Yu-Gi-Oh for some reason? Because uh, it was in Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged. Oh. oh yeah, there, okay. was, there were a couple references to that in Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridged. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We are at the the suspicious aerobic studio now. Very suspicious. Uh, Jay Daito, I mean Jay Dite, <laughs> is lurking in the shadows. Okay, okay. In the dub, he says his name is Jed. <laughs> Jed. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's right. I, oh my god. Uh, uh i don't remember who oh yeah he said this uh after they find out about um free trial jadeite's lurking in the shadows and he says there's no such thing as a free lunch (laughs) and then he comes out uh and he's he's literally just in a tracksuit and glasses (laughs) master of disguise (laughs) It gets sillier and sillier every episode. It really does. It's just, oh my god. And then there's a great gym montage. Yeah, just a couple himbos. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Also, this gym has a thing that's literally called a shape ray. And that is the thing that is sucking the energy out of everybody and making them skinny. Yeah. They okay. literally are told that it's called a shape ray. I mean, this is like a big marketing. It sounds good. Good marketing. Oh my god! <laughs> it's some doofenshmirtz evil incorporated shit. Don't be. Don't fuck with it. No. Shapeinator. <laughs> Shapeinator. 
Oh my god. Meanwhile, Usagi snuck off to the spa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the dub the dub does some four kids stuff here. Oh my god, four kids. Rest and in erases the cleavage that's there. No, no, they oh raised oh the water god. level. How like, did I paint I, style? As I was watching watching. As I was watching that scene, I was like, yeah, this can't be have this couldn't have been dubbed. <laughs> Somehow. But they did why this what I fuck. Okay, to be honest, the next episodes, I wasn't I don't think I was huge fans of the next episode because there were a lot of a lot of not schemes as much as stuff yeah. just happening. Yeah. We'll get to those. They're we'll all bad, so they're <laughs> all bad. Um uh shape ray bad and then we go to barrel's weekly briefing uh like every episode she finds out what's fucking happening and then she's useless um then we flip back to the gym oh, oh, and- okay wait wait oh, Ooh, you got juicy deets I, this is this is he, he says that foolish women want to lose weight no matter what that's- uh, yes that's absolutely fucking true i didn't even <sighs> yeah this episode <laughs> this is this is like i said this is a very problematic episode of i think this whole episode is just a psa about dieting scams yeah. and, and fat shaming but i don't know whose side they're trying to <laughs> on they're, they're kind of in the middle I just, I, uh, yeah. So the girls are like dead. And then we see the Yowie hand rescind on again. And then, uh, they leave the gym. And, uh, Usagi is so hungry that she, uh, she creeps on a little kid with a pork bun. Yeah. And she calls him a selfish brat in the dub. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Usagi's looking at the, uh, this is, this is a great, great scene usagi's looking at the poster of sailor v at crown uh crown arcade and uh she's like so fucking starving and out of it because she hasn't eaten and she hasn't fucking she was exercising and so she falls into motoki's arms and motoki asks if she wants to go to a hospital and she says no i'd rather go to a restaurant Okay, there's a fun fun part of this in the dub, which is actually good, which is Motoki talking about how Usagi fainting makes him realize he wants to be a doctor. Huh. Yeah. And there's also... In... Go ahead, go ahead. I oh, know, you go ahead. Well, I was going to break up your happiness with a <laughs> bad thing from the subs, which I, I literally only noticed because I, I'm... I've been learning Japanese. Like, oh, is it the the name the how she refers to Motoki? Yeah, Onisan, which means big brother, and so she's calling him big brother while having romantic fantasies about him, <laughs> which is really weird. <laughs> I I looked it up a little bit, and it, I'm guessing she means it in the formal sense, which is still uh, kind of weird, but mm, still. Eh, yeah. Like less like oh hey hey like big bro more like hey older person that's kind of, it's still not great for the romantic I don't part. know 
good guy Motoki says that there's no reason for Usagi to, to diet. In fact, she should put on a little more weight. Because yeah. Motoki likes thick girls. I have Motoki the feminist written down. <laughs> Motoki, right the fem- Motoki is good. Um, Usagi is elated and immediately goes and gets some fucking food. Up in the dub, Motoki is the one that takes her out to for a big lunch. Well, damn. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's Mamoru again. Uh, wearing a tuxedo. i'm just gonna leave that where it is uh and he tells usagi that she eats too much and asks um if a bunhead eating pork buns is cannibalism (laughs) okay okay in the dub (laughs) he says donut head Mm. and refers to pork buns as donuts (sighs) ah that damn localization Okay, and also, she says his dub name, and I don't think he's ever said his name on screen at this point. Darian, yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. weird. It's <laughs> so did. weird. Oh my god. I have Um, So, Usagi throws the bun at Mamoru, and he eats it, proclaiming it to be less weight for her to gain. And it was at this point that I realized, why are they... Why are they... Why is he supposed to be the love interest? Because he is a douchebag. <laughs> like an it's, absolute yeah. shit show. Yeah. You have a really good point there. Like, before this point, I was, oh, it's, you know, it's like a friendly rivalry, sort of. It, it was only, like, quirky, uh, weird flirting. And now it's like, no, he's just a straight-up asshole. Yeah. Um, my, my next, um, uh, my next bullet point is just, this episode is bad. Yeah, I, I think this related to my next note is, Luna, you can't say that. Which I'm guessing Luna says something very mean to Yes. Sadie. Uh, Luna explains that there's a big difference between being curvy and being fat. Damn it, Luna. <laughs> uh, it's so problematic Luna's, episode. It's so problematic all the way around. Luna tries to explain the weird shit about the gym, but Usagi won't hear it. Uh, yeah. And she goes back to the gym and uh, really puts in the hours. Yeah. And then the next time we see Haruna, she's looking, she's fucking almost dead, actually. Um, and uh, Jadeite point blank says that she she's actually going to be dying at some point if this continues, which is just... You know, that's fun. Not very su- sustainable, this one. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, uh, Luna is absolutely fucking done. <laughs> she, she just she threatens Usagi at claw point to, yeah. to do something. Yeah. She's like, she's basically like, you won't have to worry about what your body looks like because I'm going to mangle your face. Yeah. <laughs> Let me cut off some pounds with my claws. Like, so Usagi transforms. And uh, (laughs) I wrote a great pun um, about the monsters at the gym literally throwing their weight around. (laughs) 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 At some point, 
Lun- oh, I think this was when she was threatening Usagi. Mm. You know, in mm-hmm. Usagi's like, oh, I understand. I do not understand. <laughs> yeah, that's a honestly, that's the most relatable thing. <laughs> the only good part of this episode. Oh yeah, redeemable. Uh, Luna and, says Usagi uh, will lose weight if she fights. <laughs> she just beats them up. Yeah, she's just you know. Uh, near near the end, uh, Jadeite reports back to Beryl, and Beryl's like, "Yeah, this was mostly a success." <laughs> I mean, they they got energy. And they got energy. But I yeah, and then um, at the end. Even though she fought valiantly, Usagi still gained more weight. And if yeah. that isn't so damn fucking relatable, I don't know what is. And, okay, the the dub that has those little talking things at the end where it's like... Sailor oh, Moon learn, says. The learn lesson, and it says, Usagi said, if you think about losing weight, talk to a doctor. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. So, making sure... Oh, thank God! <laughs> At least someone, a at, someone at Clover Wave was was paying attention. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe don't dub this one. <laughs> maybe don't. Okay, well, if you have to dub this one, we have to put a fucking PSA at the end saying that you know not to listen to anything. Yeah. Oh my god, that was a fucking rip. Um, now we are on to season one, episode five, Scent of a Monster. Chanella will steal your love. Yikes. <laughs> this one, this episode lasted for a while, I say. This is the episode that makes PETA mad. <laughs> There's um, a lot of animal violence this episode. There is, and I do not condone any of it. Um, this is a, okay, this is a problematic series of episodes. It really is. <laughs> I t- I don't remember any of this being so problematic, but you know what? I was young. Um, we we open up and Usagi is having a nightmare. The nightmare is you know interrupted and saved by a dream of tuxedo mask saving her. Uh, and then okay. she goes. Okay, I yes, know what I have here. He wasn't even here. He wasn't even there last episode. I know. We we literally saw Mamoru in a tux, but we didn't see tuxedo mask. I guess he was busy. Yeah, I guess. Something in a tuxedo elsewhere. I mean, it's not the, it wasn't the right tuxedo, but it was a tuxedo. And it just, I, what is happening? <laughs> it's, uh, a <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Shingo screams, wake her up. Uh, because Luna slept on Shingo's bed and Shingo is terribly afraid of cats. Uh, Luna says that she accidentally slept in. Shingo's bed because she's been working so hard that she's extra tired because she's looking for the moon princess. The let moon me, princess. Let me fucking I we might as well go ahead and address this. This pisses me off. What is it, Jess? What is the issue here? Okay, I, well let me let me put let me put some a concept out there for you. If you have a group of warriors named after various celestial bodies. Mm-hmm. And one of those celestial bodies is the same warrior. It's the same celestial body for this warrior as it is your princess. Wouldn't you think, wouldn't you think those would be the same person or at least affiliated? 
what you know the Sailor Moon Moon Princess can be for different people. No one knows. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! The the problem I have for this, I'm you know what? We'll save it for later. <laughs> I it's not time yet. I I can't spoil anything. It's been twenty five years, but I can't spoil anything. So we're gonna move on. She's been busy. <laughs> and. Yeah, Luna has been busy looking for a moon princess while she is staying at Sailor Moon's house. Unofficially. Yes. And Utsagi, after finding Luna in Shingo's room, bullies him some. Yeah, which is fucked up, because apparently Shingo was attacked by a cat as a baby. Uh, As a baby. traumatized him which is a real thing that really happens um and so he he doesn't he he can't stand to be around cats because he's getting triggered which is sad um of course you know usagi's not very sensitive sometimes she doesn't get it and of course luna doesn't really get it either um but uh their parents say that if they can learn to if if shingo can be open-minded and agree to it they can officially keep luna keep usagi's little cat friend Mm -hmm. um so we you know standard plan explanation with barrel and jade uh you know and and we cut to the evil animal shelter oh my god yeah uh oh well first of all actually uh we're not quite to the animal shelter yet which it, technically it's not even an animal shelter it's a pet shop and don't buy from pet shops kids uh yeah. but uh luna waits for shingo to come out of school and tries to be affectionate with him and oh. uh, <laughs> he's not having it and then this cute girl which we presume that he might have a crush on uh, tell Shingo about the new pet shop in town, and they they go see these this pet shop, which only has one type of pet called a Chanella, which is basically a, a really ugly Angora rabbit uh, that smells like perfume. the The shop is called Perfume, by the way, and if you haven't realized by now, Chanella perfume, it's a reference to Chanel number no. five perfume. Hmm. There you go. There's the whole. There's that. Um, yeah. Uh, everyone is who gets one of these fucking Shanala things go into trances, and so you know, uh, standard deal. The the lady of the pet shop tells them that they they don't have to pay now. They can pay whenever they want. Says can pay whatever you want. Like, you know what? Say what you want about Jadeite, but he's bringing down capitalism. Yeah, <laughs> so many little pop up businesses, and it's no one suspicious <laughs> at all. It's great. it's great. And then on the way home, um, there's a poor puppy that gets ignored, and it made oh. me sad. Uh, and then we see Yowie hands Russin gone. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do we? I think you skipped over a one scene, which is notable for one reason. Do tell. Which is which is Usagi talking to Melvin and Ma, and ugh, 
asked Umino and Naru about... <laughs> you can say their names however you want. Yeah. Talking to them about Shingo being scared of cats and all. And mm-hmm. Melvin talks about how he, he got trapped oh my God, in an yeah. alligator. And but alligator it was just purse. a purse. <laughs> what the fuck, Umino? Why is he like that? Why is why he, he like that? this? I... I think I know why. We all have that one friend that's not really our friend, but we let them hang out with our group because they have no one else. That's Umino. Yeah. That's Umino. Oh, God. And, okay, we covered the Rasengan again. Mm-hmm. And we jump to fashion Usagi. Fashion Usagi. Purple turtleneck, a green waist high shorts. Oh, yes. That, good fashion she, there. There are some really good fucking outfits in this show, guys. This next episode, next episode has a really good one. Oh my god, yes. Okay. Um, so, Luna insists that uh, she doesn't need to be a pet. Uh, and they, they discuss that. And Usagi's like, well, you keep telling me not to give up. Well, you shouldn't give up either. And Luna's just like, give up on being a pet when I'm a celeste <laughs> okay whatever uh and then shingo like fucking kicks luna yeah it just kicks her just fucking i it's of course it doesn't really like fucking phase her at all because she's such a badass but it's not cool <laughs> and then usagi starts crying and of course it hurts shingo yeah her, <laughs> her crying is extremely powerful it really is um, Usagi, uh, the, the scene that happens next is, uh, for once, Shingo is late on his way out from school, and so Usagi is, like, banging on his door, and he says he's not going to school, and she opens his door, and he's just staring at the Chanello, which is glowing, and then she doesn't do anything about it. Just let's just okay. I guess this is how that, that that's how that scene ends, and it it uh we get the the cut, and then when it comes back, she's in school. <laughs> like that didn't fucking happen. Uh, a bunch of people in her class have Chanelas, and they brought them to school. Uh, and so when they when they put them away, so so Harina Sensei won't come in and see them. They get all antsy, and uh, they feel like they need to see them, and uh, so they bring them out, and Haruna's just like, uh, I have to fucking confiscate that, and the student just fucking attacks her, and they all of the students with Chanelas walk out. Yeah, that, that, that was a scene. Yeah, what the fuck. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Usagi wants to go investigate the pet shop and naru has plot convenience cram school meaning she can't go along it's not her turn to be to be possessed this this episode it's shingo's turn yeah uh before usagi goes in the store mamaru pops up again um i don't remember what he said because it wasn't notable apparently yeah, he's. I, I don't either. He, I just have memory again, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I do remember what he said. He said, uh, "Perfume doesn't really suit you," and I didn't know what that. Meant. Are you implying she smells bad? <laughs> what? 
What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Um, Usagi uh, gets a Chanela because she gets entranced. Uh, so when they're walking home, uh, she passes a toddler that fell off her tricycle and is crying. And Usagi just fucking walks on by and Luna has to comfort the kid. Yeah. Uh, Luna t- fucking yeets the, the Chanela out of Usagi's hands, takes it far away, and I assume kills it. <laughs> because if she hadn't have killed it, Usagi wouldn't have snapped out of the trance. She just would have tried to get it back. You know what? Yeah, she probably killed it. Uh, fair. I suppose. Um, yeah. Uh, this so- next scene is another another one that's a lot to take in. Yeah. Usagi ends up slapping Shingo, and he runs off. Yeah. Did she ever find him? No, she just, she literally, after that, she, Luna tells her to transform, I think. And then just, she, I have a question there. Did she walk the entire way to the perfume? to perfume from the house transformed because he transformed right away after that i mean we do see shingo later but i don't think we see him in the shop oh no we do actually we Uh, do because um well we'll get there but uh my next note after transformation is scalies yeah (laughs) Wink, wonk, wink, wonk. Uh, and lizard kids. And I assume uh, the lizard kids also included Shingo because uh, yeah. she doesn't want to attack the kids. So uh, Luna tells her about another thing that the tiara can do. I'm guessing she doesn't do this much ever or if ever again. She can't have because I don't remember it at all. Yeah. Um, where it just sprinkles some fucking stardust over the kids and they're fine. Uh, and so Usagi wins, obviously. We never figure out what happens to the other Chanelas. Uh, but <laughs> Shingo mistakes Usagi for Sailor V and asks for her autograph because she's cute. And uh, Usagi uses this to get Shingo to agree to be nice to Luna, which is. He very does, weird. <laughs> it's very weird because he does end up being nice and affectionate with Luna, but I thought he was traumatized. <laughs> you know, just a little bribery and trauma just goes away. <laughs> oh my god, this is why this is it's just this is why people don't take the word trigger seriously because uh, of Sailor Moon episode five. <laughs> yes, because of that. That's the okay. reason. Uh, god, what? happens at the end that ruins Usagi's ruins Usagi's time there. Hmm. Uh, I know Shingo's all pal pally with Luna mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. She's like, maybe this wasn't like she's like maybe maybe this wasn't for the best. Yeah, I think she's she's jealous then. Yeah. I think she's just okay. fucking jealous. Before we move on to the next episode. Mm-hmm. What give me your thoughts on the villain lady of this episode pre-scaly obviously uh hold on let me pull up an image of her because i know i remember her name was iguar and then i when i realized it's because 
I felt real smart. So hold on. I'll post it in the in the channel just for uh for uh whatever sake. Oh well, thanks because I couldn't fucking find the picture on my own for some reason. Um, my opinion. She looks a hell of a lot like Molly's mom. <laughs> there's not a there's not a ton of design. You know what I'm gonna say. I'm just gonna put it out there. Lizard version's hotter. You know what? I I have to agree. Have to agree. I I'd fuck the lizard. So I think that is number four. Number four on how many characters I would fuck. So we move on to episode six. What's the title for this one? Protect the melody of love. Usagi plays Cupid. Yeah, that's, that's this episode. This episode's kind of cute. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not as bad. It's not bad like the other ones were. Yeah, it's not problematic. It's not that problematic. It's just there. It's just just, there. It's not memorable at all. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we open on barrel and a vase of flowers and something completely ancient looking. (laughs) Cassette tape. My first note is, remember cassettes? <laughs> remember cassettes? I literally was like, oh my god, when is the last time I saw one of those? I think the last time I saw a cassette tape was like 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the Lion King soundtrack on a cassette tape. Mm. Oh gee. <laughs> um, so the music from the cassette makes the flowers wilt. From something that I am sure is completely made up called subliminal ultrasonic waves. This isn't this like half a real thing. I it it's based around real things, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work like this. Not like this. No. Um my next note is just it's Rouge the Bat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and then we we Skip to Naru and Usagi listening to jazz. Naru likes jazz, which means she's mature. Is this is it jazz or is it just kind of? They say it's jazz. They say it's jazz, but is it jazz? I honestly, I think in Japan they consider it jazz. Okay, okay, I'll Uh, accept that. You know, it's probably jazz. What is what does it what qualifies music to be jazz? A certain set of instruments, right? I, I, does it doesn't feel very jazzy. I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and then we hop to a man who we don't know who has resolved himself to confess to the love of his life. He's got a bouquet and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, bats was my next note. There's lots of bats in this episode. Uh, apparently, the the whole core of Jade's plan this week is a virus for music. Which, what that entails, I assume, is like the 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 tape gets implanted in and writes over all the tapes, uh, making them fucking suck energy out of whoever listens to it. I assume that's how it was supposed to work. And uh, that's about it. This plan never even gets off the ground level because of interference from this guy. (laughs) 
I also had a note that said icky hand issues. Do you remember the fucking thing the villain did with her fucking hand? It was horrifying. She does a lot of hand stuff this episode. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, but like her hand like turned backwards inside out. Her nails were like it was it was a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh, the uh, unfortunately, uh, the man doesn't get to tell the lady how he feels because she is too busy. Uh, but he gets his mixtape back. Yay! She it's doesn't not, it's notice. Not, it's not he is actually. Well, it's not. No, it's not his. It's the the demon tape. But the whole point was it. The whole song was a song made for this woman, and she didn't even notice that the name of it was like specifically for her uh jesus i mean she's cute and whatever but damn dude uh, a wall uh, for a kiko something like that um the uh fuck the, usagi encounters the man uh who says someone is after him and describes how the monster fucking attacked him and he says he must have just been hallucinating and it turns out this is the guy who Naru was listening to, uh, the famous jazz musician, Amade Yusei. Um, oh, uh, before you get too far, I have another he, note of fashion Usagi here. Yes. A white and blue button-up jacket top. Classic. And a white waistcoat. Adorable. Love it. Adorable outfit for a little while. Yeah. Um, so they, they walk together in the rain. Uh, and talk and then um my next note was why is jade talking to the villain (laughs) on a bunch of it's a pile of broken tvs it's everyone like it's so it's such an unnecessary thing it's so stupid but you know he did it for the drama clearly clearly um so Usagi goes to the the jazz club as a hot mu- musician. As a hot musician, green hair. She's got some. She's got like this my Valentine outfit. It's great. Yeah. And then <laughs> she she tries to order a, a soda float in a jazz club. It, also, Luna is pretending to be like a star for something. Yeah. She does not fit in with this outfit at all. No. There's not anybody dressed like her there. There's more bats, and uh, the the musician guy gets attacked again. And then um, he and Usagi get a car to chase after this villain because uh, they think they have his tape that's meant for the girl. Uh, and they chase after her. Uh, and he drives horribly, like yeah. scary fucking driving. And uh, the guy's like, uh, you know, it's it's pretty stupid of me at my age to have a crush on someone. And then Usagi's like, even an old guy like you deserves to fall in love. <laughs> That's the nicest Usagi has ever been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yikes. Um, the bats put everyone to sleep. Yeah. They know, know what bats do. They just put put people to sleep. That's what they do. Luna grabs the tape because at this point we've realized that it's not that tape. It's the, the bad tape. Uh, and then uh, Yikes Bat 
because she she turns into the bat 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 and then there's awkward running and luna's fucking okay luna can't be more than like three pounds yeah probably and she's she just steps <laughs> on this cassette tape and breaks it into a million pieces she's very strong for her size i just i don't fucking i don't understand and then there's a transformation finally i think this is the latest in the episode she's ever transformed uh and then uh <laughs> she makes this fucking speech about how the father of music hayden would be angered and luna luna's like that's bach not hayden implying that luna a talking cat knows about music history okay we skipped over something for a second there what what did i miss there's a weird stage setup that uh, they she destroys the tape and then there's some she transforms a monster and mm -hmm. then there's a stage set up somewhere that they go oh my to. god i didn't even i didn't even know like a moon background and all and it's oh my god <laughs> that's where I... the that's where the final fight happens oh my god yeah you know that that makes a lot of sense for what comes at the end uh after the battle the dude finally gets to admit his feelings and uh they get married i don't know how long ago how, like how far in the future this occurs because naru is like oh this the the jazz singer guy dude majiggy that that i really liked he got married and he's like i know and naru's like how the what the fuck? so i don't know if it's like the very next day or something because that's how they make it seem yeah like that's zero to a hundred real quick um but uh yusuke used uh sailor moon's likeness and i assume that's stage background for the cover to his cd hope, hope hopefully usagi's getting some of that some of those uh royalties <laughs> yeah yeah and that completes the episode okay i want to ask the same question i did last episode Oh boy. Thoughts on Kai, Kai, what's the word? Kai, Karine? Kai, Kai, the bat? Yes, the bat. Uh, why is she, yeah, I, I'm conflicted on this one. Mm. I'm conflicted. But also, why is this show so obsessed with redheads? There's a lot of redheads here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you took if you took the wings and the claws and part of the outfit off of her bat form and put them on her human disguise <laughs> real time chat. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, in the chat though. I'm <laughs> getting the real time reactions here. Well, they're just saying everything, I think. <laughs> but yeah. Um eight out of ten would smash. I'm not okay. putting the, I'm not putting her on the list. But yeah. Okay, is it just the bat form or is it just eh? I like I I like pieces of the bat form aesthetically. Um and her human form is attractive. But as like, long as she's not doing the hand thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be doing that. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. Oh, God, fuck. <laughs> my 
pussy is quaking and not in a way. Oh my god. Hopefully hopefully the the next few episodes will provide better characters for me to want to fuck. Yeah. Uh, okay. Again, there's no tuxedo mask this episode. No. We got Mamaru for like no, we did we see Mamaru at all? Uh not in this no. episode, I don't think. No, we didn't. Good. Bye. <laughs> yeah, in independent Sailor Moon don't need no tuxedo mask. Fuck, dude. I don't think anyone needs tuxedo mask if he's gonna keep like this. Ew. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So that was episode four, five, and six. <sighs> Please, please tell me your thoughts. Submit, submit your opinions on these atrocities that have been committed. Yeah, uh, give us, give us some, give us your feelings on on how bad these episodes are. And please tell me, would you fuck these Yoma? <sighs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs> this has been an episode of Sail Me to the Moon. Me, Wheeler, and Jess. <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Yeah. Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs>